0: want to share about getting wisdom. I believe the Lord wants us all to have wisdom. Um, wisdom is something God gives us to follow his plan. It's it's godly wisdom. Um, and one of the things about wisdom is if you think you already know it all, you're not going to find wisdom. You know, if you, if you think you've got it all figured out and you've got all the answers and, you know, and they're Honestly, I think there are some people like that. But I think one of the reasons they're like that is because they don't know where to get godly wisdom, so they just have to look to themselves. So they've got to convince themselves that they've got enough of that answer to all of life that they can function. And so I think it's sometimes it's kind of a, uh, convincing themselves that, that they know it all. And, uh, but, you know, I believe God wants us to have wisdom. And, and one of the things, and it's not what I'm going to share about today, but I just want to mention it is, one of the gifts of the Holy Spirit is wisdom, okay? So there is wisdom that God will just give us. That wisdom, I believe, is for a specific time, and God will give us that as a gift, okay? Now, a lot of us would say, well, that's what I want. I want, I want the gift kind because then I don't have to do all these other things to get wisdom. Well, I'm going to talk about a lot of other things we need to do to get wisdom, You know, yeah, gifts are easy. You just receive them. Thank you. You know, I'll take that. And we kind of like maybe sometimes, and I I don't want to, you know, we can, if we're not careful, maybe get lazy. Lazy thinking that God's going to just pour this wisdom into my my being and I'm just going to have wisdom. But I believe that uh, wisdom, you know, it is a gift, but uh, it is something that God also wants us to have. And I want to look at Proverbs, the second chapter. Proverbs, the second chapter, the first seven verses. It says, "My son, if you receive my words and treasure my commands within you, so that you incline your ear to wisdom and ply your heart to understanding. Yes, if you cry out for discernment and lift up your whole voice for understanding, if you seek her as silver and search for her for her as for hidden treasures, then you understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord gives wisdom; from His mouth comes knowledge and understanding." He stores up sound wisdom for the upright. He is a shield to those who walk uprightly. So we see here that, you know, God wants us to have wisdom. He wants us to have wisdom. He says, you know, receive, incline your ears. Listen, listen to me. I want you to have wisdom. I want you to understand the fear of the Lord, to find the knowledge of God, because the Lord gives wisdom. and He stores up wisdom for the upright. So, you know, it's God's plan. It's his desire that we have wisdom. So we can't say, well, I don't know. I just don't have any. I'll never get any. I never can figure things out. I guess that's just the way I am. No, the Lord wants us to have wisdom. So the question is, how do we get it? How do we get it? How do we get wisdom? Other than a gift, which, you know, that's good. That's okay. But uh, there's a lot more to wisdom than just a gift. A lot more to it. And I believe the first thing is we've got to seek God. Verse 2 says, incline your ear to wisdom. Incline your ear. Turn your ear to wisdom. Think about wisdom. Incline your ear to God. Incline your ear. What? So you can listen. Listen. You know, if you were here last week, you know, John Trestle talked about listening, hearing from God. You know, incline your ear. If you don't incline your ear, if you don't turn your ear to God, you're not going to hear his wisdom. And so we need to acknowledge that, you know, godly wisdom, and, and let me say this, we're going to talk more about it, but there's godly wisdom, and I think sometimes there's worldly form of wisdom, okay? We're talking about godly wisdom, okay? So we incline our ear to him. I want to hear what God has to say about this. I want to I hear how God can give me wisdom and teach me wisdom. So we we find that we incline our ears to him. And then we realize that wisdom is found in his word. You know, I I sometimes, you know, I think, boy, I don't know how many times I say this. And I think I say it quite a bit. I have a feeling I'm going to say it quite a bit more. But, um, you know, we have to incline our ears to his word. And we have to read his word. We have to hear his word. In Psalms 19, verse 7, it says, The law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The law of the Lord, the word of the Lord, the word of the Lord, okay? It's it's perfect. And if we want wisdom, we have to turn to that word that is perfect. We have to turn to the word. We have to hear the word of God. We can't just sit and absorb wisdom. You know, you can't just sit around and go, well, I hope I get it somehow. You know, we have to read his word. You have to know what he says. And we have to read it and meditate on it to find wisdom. I've shared this with a lot of people at different times, but it's not necessarily quantity, but it's quality. Meditate on it. You know, if you read four chapters in the Bible and don't meditate on it, think about it, you've probably just read some information. If you take it in bites and take it in small bits and think about it and meditate on it, if something strikes your heart and you sit and you meditate on it, you think about it. What is that saying to me? What is God trying to tell me? What is this saying to me? You meditate on the word. There's a lot of voices out there that want to give us wisdom. Or at least try to give us wisdom. You know, everybody's telling you how you ought to live and how you ought to do stuff. You know, and you know, and I I say it a lot, and I know I do, but you know, we got people saying things to us all day long on the websites, on Facebook. People are bombarding us with information. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying you're getting lots of information. You're getting lots of advice if you're not careful. Lots of voices out there trying to tell you how you ought to be. I I don't know. I, I'm just thinking about, I see things that kind of on on uh, probably Facebook that look like they're trying to give some kind of spiritual, and I can't even name the site right now, but it's it acts like it's some kind of spiritual information. Be careful. There's a lot of spiritual information out there but it's not based on the Word of God. So be careful, be careful, be careful. We have to be careful where our wisdom's coming from. We have to decide, where am I going to look for wisdom? Where am I going to look for my wisdom? Who do I trust? Well, our trust is in the Lord, so we trust Him. We read His Word. And it's a discipline, 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 discipline. Think about it. Challenge you. If If you're on some kind of electronic device three hours a day and for some that like three hours what in the world for some it's like oh yeah I do that in no time or two hours or one hour why not give the Lord time in his word why not read his word why not meditate upon his word for a period of time to see what he says because that's how we're going to get wisdom it's going to come from him and his word and like I say, there's no shortcut. In James, the f- first chapter, the fifth verse. It tells us that we have to ask for it. You know, if you want wisdom, it says in James 1 5 it says, If you lack wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all liberally, liberally, without reproach. And it would be given to him. God wants to give us wisdom as much as we want wisdom. Probably he wants to give us wisdom More than we want wisdom. That'd be my guess. But how do we get it? We ask him. We ask him through prayer. And what does that do? That acknowledges him as the source of wisdom. I ask him because he's the source of wisdom. So I ask God. You know, I don't I don't look to other people. You know, I don't deny other people. I don't I'll listen to what they have to say, but I don't see them as the source of wisdom. And if somebody, if a human being gives me godly wisdom, God's still the source. He just spoke it through them. They're not the source. So it's he's the source. So I ask him, I acknowledge him. I look to his word. I trust him. And, you know, he doesn't just, like I say, mysteriously dump wisdom on us. You know, we, we have to read his word. We have to get it from him. Number four, we get wisdom by seeing how God works. Psalms three five. It says, I remember the days of old. I meditate on all your works. I muse on the work of your hands. One of the things about wisdom, and you can think about this, but one of the things about wisdom is it takes some time. It takes some time. It takes time because a lot of times you get wisdom by seeing how God works. I read his word, and I know what he says in his word, but there's nothing like seeing that applied to my life or the life of people around me, and I see the results. One reason why testimonies are good, because we can see somebody else share why and how God worked in situations, and we get wisdom from that. And it takes time. Consequently, consequently usually, not always, older people have more wisdom. Because they've seen it. They've been there. They've been through it. They've seen how God works. They've applied it to their lives. They see what happens. And so you get wisdom over time. Sometimes. Sometimes. Because I believe some people can go through stuff and never get wisdom. They just go through it over and over. I always say, you know, if you feel like you're banging your head against the wall all the time, well, quit hitting the wall. You know, it's like some people just don't seem to get it. But, you know, we ought to be able to get wisdom over time. We ought to be able to see how God works. We ought to get wisdom from his creation. Get wisdom from creation. We can. We watch creation and we get some wisdom. You know, you see things. You know, in the, in, well, I say the old days. Well, my grandparents' days, you know, you didn't have a lot of information. So they knew something was coming because They had seen it happen over and over and over. I said to Mary the other day, I said, you know, the trees down by the river are starting to get a yellow tinge to them. And, you know, you always know, you know, they're all green, and all of a sudden, they get that little yellow tinge. Now, fall's coming. You can just see it. It's just a slight change. But you've seen it enough, and I know it's coming. I know it's coming. I've got wisdom. I've seen it. I've seen how it operates. I've seen God, God's hand. And so I know that's going to happen. I know that's going to happen. And, and that's what happens is we go through life and we watch things and we see things and we get wisdom. We get wisdom. Now, one of the things we have to be careful of, life experiences can also give you a lot of doubt if you're not careful. You know? And and you got to be careful because... There's a lot of things out there that aren't godly. There's a lot of things happening that aren't God's plan. There's a lot of things that we have to deal with. And so we have to be very careful about that, that we get godly wisdom. But I believe it comes by looking. So one of the things we can learn from is we can learn from the past. We can learn from the past. One of the things that young people can do is they can begin to learn from older people. I believe one of the troubles in our society today is younger people already think they know it all. That's my observation. Just an observation. They already think they know it all. And so you can't tell them anything. That you're, They're not going to get wisdom doing that. Because you get wisdom... By looking to people who have gone through things and listening to them. Now, how many times do you see a young person or know a young person that's going to go through something? You go, no, no, don't do that! Don't do that! You know, you're just you're like, that's not going to be good. You know, that's that's not going to end up well. You need, you know, you you be why? Because I've been there, I've done that. And so, young people, you know, I encourage you to listen to. Older people and not just anybody, but older people who have godly wisdom. You know, older people who have godly wisdom because we also get godly wisdom from godly counsel. Proverbs twelve fifteen. It says the ways of a fool is right in his own eyes. But he who heeds heeds counsel is wise. Isn't it true? The way of a fool is always right in his own eyes. (laughs) Isn't it something? they Always I'm right and you aren't going to tell me any different. That's just the way of a fool. They they think they're right in their own eyes. You can't tell them anything. But it says, but he who heeds counsel is wise. He who heeds counsel heeds godly counsel is wise don't be a fool and think you're always right you know thinking i'm always right or i have to prove i'm always right i always have to look like i'm always right it's foolish it's foolish you know we need we need to seek godly counsel and what does it do i think godly counsel avoids some problems You know, again, young people, if you listen to godly counsel, you can avoid some pitfalls in life. I don't think you always have to learn the hard way. I don't, I mean, you you will learn the hard way. I'm not, I'm not saying that won't happen. I'm just saying that's not always necessarily the path you have to go down. You can learn from somebody else, you know, can be in all kinds of areas sometimes. you can be very practical things you know that somebody that's done it before, "Hey, how did you do this?" instead of trying to figure it out on your own. You know, but we can get godly counsel, and godly counsel can help us to have godly wisdom. And I believe God would want that for us. I don't I don't think he necessarily wants us to always have to learn the hard way. Now we we probably tend to choose that many a time but I don't think that's necessarily his desired path for us you know that we can get godly counsel we can seek him and we can do it his way because you know it comes from also associating with wise people in Proverbs thirteen twenty, it says a desired Accomplishment is sweet to the soul, but is an abomination to fools to depart from evil. He who walks with, oh, excuse me. Then he who walks with wise men will be wise. But the companion of fools will be destroyed. He who walks with wise men will be wise. Think about it. That's not probably too tough. It's just wise to walk with wise people. Choose your friends Choose who you're getting counsel from carefully. I'm not saying don't associate with other people, but people who you get counsel from, who you look to, who you listen to, should be wise people. Should be wise people because that's how we get wisdom. He who walks with wise men will be wise. Conversely, if you walk with fools, You'll be a fool. It says, you know, so it's it's kind of decide. It's kind of important to decide who do we walk with. Seek people who desire godly wisdom. Avoid the rebellious. A word for young people. Avoid people who are rebellious. You know, there's people who are just rebellious. You know, I'm not listening to nobody. Nobody's going to tell me what to do. Who do you think you are? That's the words that come out of rebellious people. You know, there's there's nobody. You you can spot them. You can spot them. They usually kind of tend to look like they got a chip on their shoulder. You know, they tend to not want to listen to parents. They tend to not want to listen to teachers. They tend to not want to listen to people in law enforcement. They aren't going to tell me what to do. I always tell young people, I said, someday somebody will tell you what to do. You can say, okay, I'm not listening to my parents. I say, okay, that's a choice. You know, know. well, I'm going to tell you what, the stakes just get higher the higher up you go. And someday somebody will tell you what to do. You know, And, and if it gets to a certain point, it's like bad situation, bad situation. So we need to avoid counsel from rebellious people. You know, we, we need to avoid people who just won't listen. Just won't listen. You know, you can see that these are, these are choices. These are choices we make. And I always say, no choice is a choice. You can say, well, I, I, no choice is a choice. If you don't make a choice, you chose. If you, if you don't choose to walk with wise people and just walk with anybody and get counsel for anybody, that's a choice. Whether you made a conscious decision or not, you made a choice. So we can choose. We can decide. We can decide where we're looking because if we want godly wisdom, then we got to make some godly choices and we got to do some godly things and we got we to discipline ourselves. What you find is getting wisdom is harder path sometimes. You know, the the harder path and the more disciplined path is not always the easy path. Very seldom is the easy path. You know, the easy path is just kind of flowing through and letting things happen and whatever comes, comes. But making choices and doing, following God's plan. You know, actually Jesus said something about a couple paths and he says, he says the way to life is narrow. The way to eternal life is narrow. It's a narrow path. He said the way to destruction is broad, and many go that path because it's easy. It's a broad path. It's a broad path. You don't have to do a lot. There's not a lot of discipline. You can kind of do whatever you want. It feels good at points. And it's easy. So it's a broad path. But Jesus says, Well, his path is narrow. His path is a little tougher. So when we if we want wisdom, then it's going to be a little tougher. It's going to take effort. It's going to take discipline. It's going to take choices. And we have to make those. And then I think we have to be thankful for wisdom. You know, sometimes we need to elevate what we're thankful for. What am I thankful for? What do I put a high value on? What do I put a high value on? The things that I am thankful for and put high value on are the things I'm probably going to get. That, you know, I'm thankful for wise people. I'm thankful for having wisdom. I see the value of wisdom. I see the value of wise people. I see the value of God's word. If God's word is a living hope, if God's word is what's going to give me wisdom, what keeps me from reading it? What keeps me from reading it? What keeps me from really receiving and absorbing what it says? Getting it down inside of me. Do I place value on it? Do I see it as the source of wisdom? Am I thankful for his word? What do I really value? And I believe we have to, we have to evaluate, you know, how important is this? How important is it? If it's important to me, then you go after it. If it's not important, well, yeah, that was, that was a nice message, and yeah, that was good. Yeah, we all ought to have wisdom, and let's go on. Let's have lunch. You know, it has to be something you put value on. It has to be something you say, yeah, I need, I need to do that. And then do it. Discipline. Discipline. Choices. And carrying it out, following through. Walk the walk. You know, how many times does a Christian walk say it's a walk? It's a walk. It's not just a choice. It starts with a choice a lot of times, but then you have to walk. What do we say? You have to walk it out. You have to walk it out. You have to do it. We have to live it. It has to become a part of us, you know. Anything we choose, anything we choose, it has to become a part of us. It becomes who we are. It becomes what makes us tick. It becomes why we get up in the morning. It becomes what motivates us, what our desire is. And so if we want wisdom, we have to get it. We have to go for it. I don't think there's shortcuts, personally. I think you've got to do some of the things I said today. You've got to do them. If you don't do them, it's not going to just automatically come. It's godly wisdom. I believe God wants it for each and every one of us. Each and every one. It's not something he puts out there and says, well, here it is, but you can't really get there. No, he says, if we want it, ask, and he gives it. He gives it. He gives it liberally. He gives it, He wants to have us to have godly wisdom. Let's all stand. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. Lord, we thank you for your wisdom. Lord, Lord, help us to just evaluate. Lord, help us to evaluate sometimes priorities, what we see as important. Lord, help us to desire your wisdom. And know that you'll give it to us. You don't you don't hide it, you don't want to keep it. You want us to have your wisdom. So, Lord, we thank you for that. We thank you for your presence with each and every one of us, Lord, as we as we walk through this week. Give us wisdom. Give us wisdom in all that we do, Lord. Lord, I pray if there's anyone here this morning that would need prayer about anything that uh, they're concerned with or they're troubled with, Lord, you encourage them to come up and, and let uh, Tom and Pam and Rose and Jim pray for them up here to my left after this service. Lord, we just thank you for being with us. Lord, help us to go forth in the hope of knowing that you're risen and you're alive and well within us. Lord, we thank you for that. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody said, amen.